0: Basically, the law of polarity says that people with opposite sexual energy create a powerful, attractive force between them, whereas people with the same energy create a neutral or even repulsive force between them.
1: Hey, midlifers, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Moses. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life, my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Welcome back to the Midlife Makeover Show. I hope you had an awesome weekend and you're ready for a great week ahead. I'm hoping that today's episode will set the tone for your week and inspire you to bring more harmony within yourself, your workplace, your home, your relationships, and your life. Before I introduce you to our beautiful guest with the cutest Australian accent, just two reminders for you. Number one, make sure you mosey on over to themidlifenews.com to receive insider alerts on new episodes, live shows, free workshops, and special offers. I have some cool things brewing too, so you definitely want to be in the know you know. (laughs) Number two, follow me on Instagram at Wendy Valentine or The Midlife Makeover Show, where we have a live show every Tuesday. Plus, I share all of my wonderful adventures of my life here on the island of Madeira, Portugal. I promise you that you will find something on my Instagram page to help you smile, laugh, and hopefully encourage you to go after your life with gusto. Oh, yes. And now for our guest today, Jillian Harper. She is an author, speaker, coach, and entrepreneur. Jillian knows firsthand that the boundaries that divide our careers and our home life are blurred. And one thing is for certain, it is hard to reach your potential without a solid foundation. I totally agree. After her own foundation crumbled and she almost lost everything, Jillian became a devout student of all things energy. Finally, she discovered what she was looking for, the little-known law of polarity that brought her life back from the brink. Jillian has made it her mission to share her insights and continue her work helping others. By combining her knowledge of polarity with her business and coaching acumen, Jillian has developed an energy-fueled system to assist you to create and maintain a more powerful, passionate, and fulfilling existence. Oh, yes. Jillian just launched her first book, Feed the Tiger, Free the Dragon, in September of 2022. Everyone, please welcome the lovely Jillian Harper. Jillian Harper, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. I am so excited to have you here. And if there was one word that I could use to describe how I feel about today's interview, it's curious. I am so curious to learn about the polarity. What was it called? Polarity? Yeah, the law of polarity. Yes, the law (laughs) of polarity. Yes, I am so curious to learn about it. So tell everyone a little bit about. Who you are, what you do, and why you do what you do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, my name is Gillian Harper, and my accent is Australian, but I live here in the US, live in the US, uh, and I am an author, and a coach, an executive, a mom. I uh, do a little bit of everything, but I did recently release a book about this very topic about the law of polarity called Feed the Tiger and Free ah, the Dragon. So, love it. that's uh, what I'm here to talk about today, all about the law of polarity.
1: Yeah. So, so, and I did. I was reading on your website. It was very, very interesting. Still, kind of left me like, "What all is this about?" But it does have to do with relationships, right?
0: It does. It does.
1: Okay.
0: So, uh, should I launch right into it? Give yeah, a little summary. Give let's a lore in. Yeah, and this is something I discovered in my relationship, and uh, the way I got there was was sort of interesting, uh, and I'll circle back to that in a little minute, but. Basically the law of polarity says that people with opposite sexual energy create a powerful attractive force between them whereas people with the same energy create a neutral or even repulsive force between them. Interesting. So it's one of those natural laws and the idea being the greater the distance between two people's sexual energy the greater the attraction
1: between them. Ah. So opposites do attract, right? Like Paula Abdul used to say. That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> now we're showing our age. There was a, that, was, that was cutting edge animation in that film clip too, I remember. I know, yeah. It was, it was so great. But yeah, so it's this idea, this opposites attract idea. Um, and one of the reasons that led me to this topic was, you know, we really live in a time where we're in this sort of crisis of neutrality, I call mm. it, because particularly sort of in the pandemic and even now so many people are working from home. We're in these modern relationships where we expect our partner to be our absolutely everything. You know, we want them to be our gym buddy, our Netflix binge partner, our, you know, whatever, you name it. We're doing everything together, but kind of like magnets, we tend to spend so much time together that we rub up against each other and we sort of lose that powerful magnetism we once had, the thing that made us different from each other, that drew us together in the first place. And we kind of become Benefa. Or you know, Brangelina, or you know, we kind of become these like (laughs) merged people. And this is all about like, hey, how do we today in this like very homogenous society we live in create that distance again? Like, how do we create some of that space?
1: Right, get
0: closer than we have ever been.
1: So, what if you're okay? If somebody's out there right now and they're in a relationship where they are so similar. And it is already kind of like, wah, wah, wah. Is there a way <laughs> to like bring that excitement, even if they are so similar? Maybe yeah. like, I mean, because you know, too, it's like when you first meet someone, you have that, that energy of the you know beginning of a relationship. And as we all know, that can kind of like fade away a little bit. So even in a relationship like that, where it already is a little too vanilla, how do you bring yeah. that? The sparkles and the sprinkles in there. All of that
0: fireworks, you know, so no, exactly right. And I think like also in support of that, it's our similarities, right. That are great for our relationship and our friendship too. So all those things that we have in common, that we love doing together, our shared values, our view of the world, they're all awesome and also very, can be very important. So you don't want to take away from that, but I'm talking energetically. Yeah. How to push away. So it's kind of like, you and your partner are sort of standing inside an elastic band and imagine that you're like standing really close to each other and each holding one end of the elastic band. So the closer you are together, the more limp the band is. Um, what you're trying to do is like pull apart yeah. and sort of separate your energies a little bit with space so that you can sort of release and come back together. So, yeah, it, and it's something that we can actually easily do. Um, the, so first of all, let's like talk about the energies, I guess, because Mm -hmm. that helps. Yeah. So -hmm. like within each of us, um, we have what I call the dragon and the tiger, or traditionally you would hear this referred to as the masculine and the feminine. Feminine. Uh Uh-huh. Right. Um, And we, and we all embody both. Mm -hmm. So we all are able to carry the masculine and the feminine at any given time, but we tend to also embody one more than the other. And according to Taoism, it's sort of a 70-30 ratio. You know, it's that yin-yang symbol with the black with the white dot and the white with the black dot. So we all tend to sort of carry one or the other. Um, But as we sort of get into these relationships that, you know, we we can tend to both be the same. So you sort of lose that attraction. Um, The feminine energy, that's our, like, feeling energy. That's our Mm -hmm. wild, free, ethereal, sparkly, fun, untethered, emotive, pleasure-seeking part of us that desperately wants to be seen and loved, you know. So that sounds like you. yeah, Um, That's like (laughs) (laughs) you have the sparkle. I love it. Um, And then within each of us we also have this masculine and that masculine energy is the part of us that's grounded, that's motivated, that's outcome-driven, purpose-driven, is sort of motivated more by a sense of challenge and competition less than relationships. Um, it's the part of us that is also sort of craving this idea of freedom. You know, I'll be happy one day when I'm free. Right. Um, so and then a lot of us, when we're in work mode, we tend to move into the masculine because that's what society rewards. And then um, at home, you know, we tend to, women in particular, tend to sort of embody the masculine drag and energy at work and then try and swing when they get home. Whereas right. We're very impressive people. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, so that's part of it. And so then part of it together is as we're all sort of, embodying both energies and instead of it being 70-30 maybe we're looking more like 50-50 so this is all about as a practice trying to understand like what's my natural happy state like where do I draw the most energy from where do I feel um, the most myself you know when Mm -hmm. I'm calm at home and happy Um, and then trying to find a way to sort of really lean into that energy to sort of create some distance between yourself and your partner so that you can sort
1: of. Yeah, and one thing that came to mind was it's harmony, right? Harmony, it's to create yeah. that harmony between the two of you because I know even for me years ago, it's like when this whole thing kind of came about with, well, that came about, at least I became aware of it, of the masculine and feminine energies when I got certified in yoga, actually, was when I learned a lot about that. And I realized that a lot, I was using a lot of my masculine energy, Mm -hmm. whether that was, you know, in raising the kids and running a business and everything I was doing. And that feminine energy part of me was just like completely squashed. Yeah. And so, after my divorce i remember thinking like okay i've got to bring that feminine energy back up because i don't want to bring that into my next relationship where right. it's all just like dun, 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 dun. and yeah. so to me i feel like the most important thing is that awareness about yourself yeah. right to realize okay where am i showing like, I have a lot of masculine energy here or when it's okay, like you said, to use that masculine energy, use that masculine energy to get you up on stage and speak in front of hundreds of people, but bring that feminine energy when you want to soften a little bit.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it's interesting that you said there. um, you know, you're using a lot of your masculine energy when being a mom and stuff, because that's yeah. like a very common misconception. You know, people think like homemaking and parenting, I don't know why I did that. Um, is <laughs> homemaking? Um, we should is, just is do a, that a, all a feminine, of to yeah, right. politically correct nowadays. You just walk around like this. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, we're putting our fingers in the air for those listening yeah. and not watching. Um, so you know, the idea that that oh, homemaking and being a mom is all about using your feminine energy. It's not like it's right. doing jobs for the most part. It's being yes. organized. It's like charts and school and this and backpacks and whatever else. So, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of using that energy and absolutely right. And what I found in my marriage, we got very close to the brink and we thought we weren't going to make it. And I was searching Mm. everywhere for answers. I'm like, what Mm. is wrong? You know, like why? Mm -hmm. Because we were so great when we first met and then somewhere along the way we lost it. And I was like, what, you know, what happened? And I really did go on this quest. And that was when, that was that big aha moment. And I learned, like similar to you, I learned about this masculine feminine energy and I was like, holy shit, this is it. I've been my uh, masculine all the time. And then I became very bitter and resentful because I didn't want to be anymore. I didn't want to be in my masculine at home. I wanted to feel safe. I wanted to let go. I wanted to be kind of led in the home and I wanted to just Mm -hmm. like relax into this pleasure-filled feminine energy. And whatever reason, we tend to come up with a million reasons why we don't do that. You know, like maybe we've been hurt in the past. We've been disappointed. Mm. Maybe we don't feel like our partner can step up and and take that space for us. Yeah. Um, Ton of reasons that we shut down and shut off. And it was like this big aha. And of course, like two dragons, two masculine, it's abrasive. It's it's like you fight. It's aggressive. You're posturing for control. It's constant challenge and competition. And it's, for me, it was exhausting. And I was like, I can't live in this space anymore, you know, but I also wasn't attracted to the feminine energy. I didn't want to go and find a new partner that was, you know, I didn't want to stay in that masculine energy. I wanted to get out. Well,
1: and I think too, as women, especially naturally very strong driven women, we feel like we have to be very masculine in order to get things done, even in relationship. And that's not necessarily Mm -hmm. the case. So I think it's like even just changing that perspective of masculine versus feminine that actually a lot of stuff, as you know, can get done using your feminine energy.
0: Yeah. It just feels different. It comes from a different energy center in your body, you know, like to your point, you can get so much done from that place of also being more fluid and more flexible and You know, being able to just let go a little bit when you get at home, and not necessarily mm-hmm. everything needing to be so rigid, because you've got to also reframe what is our gift. And I think having the having my daughters was a big thing for me because I, mm-hmm. it was this big aha moment where I was like, what what gift do I bring to the family? You know, yeah. and and that nurturing, that love, that ability to be fluid and flexible, and um, nurture them and bring a shining light and a joy into the household was something that our household needed. It needed yes. that balance, you yeah. know, otherwise it, it, it's not as a nurturing place as I wanted it to be either.
1: Right. And I was yeah. just thinking though, I was like, you know, you have this, um, the yin and the yang and you have that, uh, the, the, um, the duality and the polarity, right. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. that synergy within you, that harmony that you want to create just with you individually. Yeah. And then you have within let's just say within the household, right? Mm-hmm. You with each child, you with both of your children, then your spouse, then the entire family. So it's kind of like this this um play. I guess like you said too, it's like the rubber band too. You you want to have a little bit of that tension between all all of everyone, right? In yeah. order to bring that attraction back together for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Not just intimately, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it
0: is. And it's paying attention. Like, what are your children? What do they need? And how do you, as a household, try and balance it out? And actually, I talk about the family dynamics a little bit in my book as well. Just about a lot of time, it's just also having like a deep empathy and understanding of Mm. the different ways the energies are motivated, you know, so um, or how the energies play in a situation and approach different things. So like. If it's, if it's stress, you know, just if you have a child who is in this masculine dragon energy, like knowing that when the masculine deals with stress, they want to deal with it alone. They want to go to their cave. Um, they want to solve the problem. They want to make problems smaller. They mm-hmm. don't want to be bigger and knowing that the feminine as the counterbalance we want to make problems bigger you know we want to talk about it we don't necessarily want to solve it straight away we want to feel it through we want to tell our friends we want to ideate we want to make it bigger and maybe today's problem we want to throw in yesterday's problem and last Mm -hmm. week's and everything until we like feel like we've like stormed it all the way um so even just going oh hey this is my process because i'm in this energy and, mm. you know, making sure that like your partner understands that, or if it's, if it's child is in a different energy going, oh, hey, they don't necessarily want to talk about it, they want to solve it. And if I'm not the person who can help solve it, they may not want to talk about it with me and, and sort of just trying yeah. to dance a little bit so that you can just have a little more harmony and a little less tension. Um, and it mm. helps you stop taking everything so personally as well, right? It's just, right. Like, oh, this is a different energy
1: processing one of life's challenges differently. Exactly. So where does somebody start? Yeah, I think
0: attention is the first bit, right? Like I do think like, first of all, like try and understand your own energy. Like, Mm -hmm. who am I in my relaxed state outside of work outside of stress? Definitely outside of probably your extended family because that's, we all do weird things in those environments. Um, so <laughs> you know, like But in my like happy place, like what am I craving? You know, am I craving connection or am I craving competition? Um, mm. You know, am I, you know, am I driven by purpose or am I driven by relationships? Like just start to really think about some of those scenarios. Mm. There's some little like role play, like even thinking about like, hey, what do I enjoy watching on TV? Do you Mm. tend to enjoy watching sport, which is a form of like competition, which is, you know, uh, goal oriented, searching for freedom because the masculine energy loves that? Or is that the least thing you want to do? Would you prefer to watch? I mean, this is so simplified, but would you prefer to watch something about relationships, a rom-com or something like that? Um, You know, these so oversimplified, by the way, Um, but, you know, it gives you an idea like, okay, yeah, I do prefer relationships over challenge. I do prefer this over that. And just start to pay attention, you know, start mm-hmm. to see the world through this energy lens and start yeah. to go, "Ah, oh, okay, maybe my partner is this. And then once you know what you are, step one, yeah. um, the second yeah. step is then just trying to charge that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so really trying to go a little bit deeper into it and lean into it. Because we do, as I said, as a society, we tend to live close to the middle. The workplace is close to the middle. Everything we yeah. do is close to the center. So how can you just do some things? So if you do find yourself leaning towards the feminine, lean into that a little bit, prioritize Mm -hmm. your pleasure, do things to evoke the senses, you know, connect with other friends that help build that energy. Like just do things that really bring you joy and make you evoke feelings. Yeah. Because that can make
1: that energy stronger. Well, it kind of makes sense then how with some relationships that we have, whether that's with friends or family or partner, we're you don't have to try as hard because that those energies just naturally flow together. I mean, we could probably Mm. even think of people in our lives that are like, wow, he's really, you know, more on the feminine side. And that's why it's, easier, you know, in relationship with this person, or Mm. maybe that person um, is too, too masculine or too feminine or whatever the case is, and can be even sometimes challenging because if somebody Mm. is too much, right, too much of anything is not a good thing. So then I would think that that would make that relationship could be kind of toxic if it's too much, if the other person 100%. Right. Yeah. So absolutely. Like, if you're in a relationship with someone, even if it's your own partner, do you go to like, hey, you know, you're you're being too masculine, or you're being too <laughs> feminine, or whatever. Like, do you yeah. what? How do you approach that?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting. One of the reasons that I actually started using the dragon and tiger language was because we really did start to do work in our own relationship. And I did find that my husband really pushed back. Like if I said something to him, if I was like, hey, honey, like you aren't really in your feminine right now. And like, (laughs) you know, it's just not sexy. I'm not, you know, this is not doing it for me. I need for you to step up right now. Yeah, Yeah. I need you to move into a different energy if you went this day to end the way I think you do, you know. Um, So... You know that that was really, really hard for us. And then we started to find this language and we went back to the Taoist principles and I started using this dragon and tiger. And they're both like because both energies are so powerful, so yeah. impressive, and they both have their strengths that neither is less or more. So being able to frame it like that, where I could be like, hey, that's that's pretty tiger. Like you'd be in the yeah. tiger today. He was like, oh, I can see how that's a tiger. It just landed differently. So, um, but yeah, so the the blessing in our relationship is that we both sort of had listened to some podcasts and read Mm -hmm. and, and started studying it together and both really got into it because my husband was the first one to be like, he agreed he was like yes Yes. you have been in your masculine it's really unattractive I hate it when you do that and you come (laughs) home and you won't let me lead and you won't let me do these things you don't like give me the time and the space to step into my power in the home and it makes me resent you and in fact Mm -hmm. I'm not like when we were younger I used to think you're like motivation and drive and all these things where you were so strong and in your masculine was super sexy to me because I was in a different place, he's like, but as we got older, they they landed cold and detached, right. and he wanted more nurturing. So yeah. in fact, he was the first one to embrace it and was like, This is awesome. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. How do we work on this together? So it became like a, a couple practice. Mm. Saying that, not everybody, you know, is probably at the you know, we were, I mean, we were a divorce attorney, so we had to try and find a way to pull yeah. back, you know, for the sake of our family and and um each other, because we did love each other and still love each other a lot. But if you're just in like your relationship and things are going along, but you want to do some work on it, I would just say though, just start doing your own work because- It By creating space, even if it's just your own space, like by going deeper into your own energy, you're going to start to see some of that distance. You know, the elastic band is going to start to pull just a little bit. And what I found is when I started to do the work and I started to feed Peter's energy, so one of the things that, say, the dragon grows strong on is respect and feeling Mm. respected. So I would do little activities throughout the day where I would say, okay. I am going to practice my letting go and surrendering and softening. And at the same time, I'm going to feed Peter some respect. So I would do like the smallest thing, like get my phone and send a two-line text. Like, I just want to let you know, I really value everything you did this week. And I think you did such an awesome job at X, Y, and Z. Such yeah. a small thing. Right. But what I would then find is, he, and if I could then keep my practice going without even knowing it, and he wasn't even participating in this activity at all, he would come home and start to feed me the love that I wanted, you know, and start to see me a little bit more and start to sort of feed my energy. Um, so it was just starting small, you know, you don't need. Yeah. Not
1: and it's really, yeah. Just teaching through example. Yeah. Because I, I find too, when, as friends or family that have changed in their life, Without them saying, hey, you know, I'm just letting you know, I'm gonna be making some changes. You just <laughs> just like you notice the changes, like, oh my gosh, like, oh, she's so much nicer, like, oh, or you know, you just yeah. see it. And then yeah. I think going back to energy, right? Energy is everything. So if your energy as you know, the mother in the household, like if the children feel that, you know, mm. like your your partner feels that, like it's you don't even have to try. It's, it's kind of like the yeah. same thing if someone walks into a room, they either brighten up the entire room or they like, wow, they bring it down yes. without yeah. even saying a word.
0: Yeah. That's absolutely.
1: I've always like loved, like sometimes you could just like sit in an airport and just watch as people come in. <laughs> yeah, oh, it like, brightens Ooh. this place up or not, you know? Absolutely.
0: And yeah. I did notice, like as I started to do my work and go, look, I'm going to really work on this. And also it It was easy because it made me happier, you know. So that's kind of the gift that kept giving with the energy work. Um, The more I let into my pleasure, the more I felt the world respond to me differently, you know. Mm -hmm. I would honestly, like doing the grocery shopping, like I've been doing grocery shopping my entire life, and I can tell you I didn't dress differently, didn't do anything differently, but all of a sudden I'd be walking down the aisle and I would actually have men stop and hit on me. And I was like, (laughs) what in... The world is going on, and you know, like all I did was just like slowed my energy down, found yeah. ways to enjoy buying groceries, you know, and I yep. brought that pleasure and that light into those activities, and the world changed around me. Yes, um, you know, like it's so responsive, and like even little things, like family would start to notice. Wow, you seem happy. You're, you uh-huh. feel different, you know, like yeah. and they would, like it would feel different all the time, and social
1: did parties. You, we, yeah, sorry. No, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, did you find that, was it helpful or what, or did it just automatically come to you as far as like your parents and your family your brothers or sisters and siblings that you have, like what their natural energies were in their household and how your energy might most likely was affected by that and how you kind of brought that into your household. Yeah. It
0: was fascinating. Yeah. This This, like, path of discovery, when as I said, once you start to see the world through this lens and you can't turn it off, and it really did make me start to think about family dynamics and our household and and looking at the conflict, just normal conflict between my parents and going, oh, yeah, like my dad, I always had this issue of being like, wow, he never really gave me attention. He never really, Mm -hmm. like, really paid attention to me. He was an entrepreneur. Super, like, deep dragon, like 70 30. He's probably 90 10 and like just mission focused, business focused. He did plenty of things with my brother, but it was all doing yeah. challenge. You know, they were doing yeah. bikes for triathlons or fixing cars, they were doing activities when I was just seeking the attention, which is what the the tiger energy is looking for. It's like, see me, right. love me, you know. Um, and so I had these like light bulbs where I was like, oh it wasn't me. He's just a different energy. That's just not the way that he interacted with the world. It didn't mean he loved me any less. He was just focused on his business and his purpose and, you know, like all that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I was just thinking though, well, for me, I came from a a family of dragons for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Which to point out too, that doesn't make either one is not good or bad, right? They just are. Yeah, um it just is. And I could see how growing up in a family of dragons that I had to become a dragon, of even course. though I desperately wanted to be a tiger. And, but in order to survive, I had to. Yeah.
0: Well, it's also what society rewards. We get trained yes. to be dragons. We get trained oh, yeah. to be dragons. We get trained to do, achieve. I mean, you start school at or five and I mean from then it's like do achieve go 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 yeah like where's our tiger training like at what time do they stop and they go hey (laughs) this is how you feel in a healthy way and this is how you show emotions like there's not and then same thing if you're in in a family of dragons and you want some time and attention and you want to roll with everyone you're gonna be that energy you know like you're gonna end up doing that
1: yeah, if you for think sure. about it though, too, it's interesting. It's tiger and dragon because both are very powerful, right? It's not like a kitty cat and <laughs> <you> know, like, <laughs> yeah. There's a little kitten and then a dragon. No, it's actually tiger and dragon. So but both are very powerful. And I, for me, what I've noticed is just knowing when to use it and where right. where you can. And it becomes fun. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and also like embracing the power you know like one of the yes. things that um that that we Peter and I will talk about is that like like the the tiger energy like like supercharging your energy is just like really feeling it through right like yes. embodying the energy the good the bad you know talk about the the law of, of duality like everything on the spectrum is all just emotions that feed our tiger energy um and what tends to happen when we get like too sad or too mad or too glad is that we like we withhold our power right you know we, we we're not tigers we're like zoo tigers you know like whereas we want to be like tigers in the serengeti like just going like letting it go um yeah. and so i talk in the book about the power of that and how to let go and then also how to warn your partner you just need to stand here you need to witness this yeah. and you let need to let me just like feel this all the way through to like a yeah. full rupture event. Um, and it's going to be messy. And you're not even going to know what's going to happen. You're going to be super confused because you've watched me as a dragon for 20 years. And all of a sudden I'm behaving like erratically, but it's so beautiful and powerful. And if you can just like be there at the end to to feel like what comes through the other side, it's pretty amazing. So yeah.
1: Yeah. I think, um, yeah, that's great though. And, and just communicating that. Yeah. And for the for your partner to know what you're talking about.
0: Right. Yeah. Like, I need to make this bigger. I need to, to blow up. You know, yes. I need to feel all of this so that I can feel it through. Otherwise, it sits beneath the surface and simmers, you know?
1: I was just thinking, too, that I would also, you know, like, if you're going through something really challenging in your life, like you personally, that then that energy can change. Like maybe you do become either very tiger, you become very dragon going through this traumatic experience and therefore your partner might need to switch it up a little bit depending on what's going on, right? 100%. In order to help kind of balance that out. Yeah, yeah. And
0: and if you can be paying attention and sort of stay fluid, um, yeah. it can be really healthy. And I think communicating, like we recently went through a big home renovation mm-hmm. and I project managed that the whole process. And a lot of doing, a lot of moving parts, super stressful. And I went full dragon for like four months. <laughs> <Yeah>. like <You laughs> like, if it, like 100% dragon. And, and I really struggled. And I wrote the book on it. Like the point is like this is so, this can be so hard in, in different times in our life um, yeah. where I really struggled on weekends to turn it off, you know, because my list just got longer. I got more stressed. I didn't really have that light and shade and and it was beautiful because during that time, Peter, my husband, I really saw him step up, particularly with the kids. Like he became fun dad. You know, he was the light on weekends. Like he was the one that really brought that sort of joy and nurturing that I just didn't have the space for. Like I couldn't get to that place. Mm -hmm. Um, But we did near the end of the project. Like we were able to talk about it. He's like, I can't keep doing this and you can't keep doing that. Like this is not our natural state. Like we're going to have to shift back
1: soon or we're going to have some real problems. Yeah. So It's like having you know. that nice dance. Yeah. And knowing when you need to pivot, if you will, change the yeah. dance.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that could be super fun. You know, we yeah. like variety, like variety is important. So, so you know, did you find those...
1: that just like getting more in touch with your, the masculine and feminine uh, individually and collectively in your relationship that that just changed it all?
0: Yeah, it really yeah. did.
1: It changed nice. everything
0: and and yeah. very quickly, um, you know, like it started off as a practice. There's st- certainly the first probably six months, there was a little bit of faking it till you make it because like you sort of, you go through the motions of <laughs> yeah. it, you know, and sometimes you need to <laughs> dish out, say, you know, lashings of compliments and respect when maybe you don't necessarily feel it at the time. Yeah. You know. Maybe you're like, well, actually, I don't think you're stepping up. I think you're doing a shit job yeah. here. And <laughs> yeah, I, you know, yeah. um, and you're making me do everything and no, 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 you know, we we get in our heads with that sort of stuff. So there is a an element of just having to go through the motions, trust yeah. the practice initially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like if you can work at it and stay conscious of it. Uh, it can be very, very powerful, really powerful. Yeah,
1: I'm sure you probably have to bite your tongue a few times in the beginning where you're like, oh, I really just want <laughs> Yeah. And, and the thing is too, I think letting go or softening, that does not mean you're being weak. No. It doesn't mean that you're giving in. That doesn't mean, it's right. just, sometimes that's actually what the relationship needs is for one person to go, okay, Let me just take a step. And sometimes that alone can just help to heal whatever is going on.
0: Right. And look, and it can be hard because, you know, like you, you're probably a really fast processor, you're an efficient problem solver. Like we have the t shirt, right? We've got the badge. (laughs) You know, we are capable, we are competent. And I feel very secure and safe in that. I don't have to prove anything. But, you know, do I like some of the problems that we end up effectively and efficiently solving in the home? maybe didn't need to be done that way, you know? Right. So, and part of the challenge was in in our relationship, um, I didn't allow the space to give Peter a chance to step into it. Yes. You know, if there was something I needed him to step up to do to help out or take the lead, Yep. by the time, like, I'd already thought of it, I had the list, it's on my timeline and I'm already doing it. You know, right. And then I'm like, oh, I've done it already.
1: Yes. You know, uh-huh. well, yeah, which builds it,
0: resentment, right? Builds resentment. Like, did yeah. I have to do it already? Did I have to get the no. dinner reservation at that restaurant? That you know, like, did it matter?
1: Yeah.
0: Did it not yeah. really? Um, can I just give him the space and let him lead at home in right. his time? Yeah.
1: yeah. And sometimes our partners might assume that we actually like to do all those things. Like, yes. actually, no, we don't. We just feel like we might have to or we need to or and when you become honest with yourself, and you can become honest with your partner, and go, actually, I really don't want to do all those things, but yeah. I kind of feel like I have to because I don't think you're going to step up. But then they're like, Oh, well, wait, if you didn't, then I would step up, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's like if
0: and then and then this builds this cycle. They go, Well, you don't even trust me to do these small things, right? How can you trust me with the bigger stuff?
1: Because yeah,
0: you know, I can do so much more than you let me do. If you just step back and give me the space to do it and as soon as we started to practice that I was like oh wow wow you can and you did a great job you know and sometimes it's living with the fact that okay maybe it wasn't done to our standard maybe it wasn't to our level of perfection because we have these ideas of how things need to be done but the more you can learn to surrender that to that thinking and let go of that perfection it's very liberating you know and yeah
1: and you know too? I think when you create that yeah. harmony within your marriage and your relationship, you're showing your children what a nice harmonious marriage is for them. Yeah. So that when they grow up to be in a relationship and a marriage, and they're like, "I know what that's like."
0: Yeah. To have that, yeah, they'll feel
1: that 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 nice dance.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
1: Fascinating. <laughs> I'm starting to think <laughs> more and more about my. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can't unsee it. I'm telling you. Yes, Once you see it, it becomes,
0: it does become I a, a yeah. thing.
1: So where can we find you?
0: Yeah, so uh, my website, Gillian Harper. It's G-I-L-L-I-A-N-H-A-R-P-E-R dot co. Um, or my Instagram is probably the best. That's where I'm the most active, and that's underscore
1: Gillian underscore harper. I well. love it and where can we find the book everywhere 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 um, I need yeah. to get your book just
0: google feed the tiger free the dragon and it's available worldwide uh,
1: wherever books are sold yeah I yep. love it you've been so awesome this was fun thanks so much for having me this is really yes. cool and the cutest accent
0: <laughs> it's the only <laughs> accent I can do I, uh, I can't do any others So don't ask me. It's
1: funny because I can't do the Australian one. I could do English. I could do all sorts of other. Well, that's good. But I can't do the Australian. I'm trying to like just butcher it. I'm like, nope, I'm not going to do it.
0: I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It's a tough accent to pull off. We're very inconsistent in the way we pronounce our consonants and vowels. So
1: thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, Jillian. And now for the nuggets of midlife wisdom from today's show. Number one. The law of polarity states that people with opposite sexual energy create a powerful, attractive force between them. Number two, people with the same energy create a neutral or even a repulsive force between them. Number three, the greater the distance between two people's sexual energy, the greater the attraction. Number four, you can use your feminine energy to get things done in life by being more fluid, flexible, and being able to let go. Number five, recognize the primary energy in yourself, your partner, your children, your parents, and your friends. See the world through your energy lens. Number six, create harmony in your life by using your energy to best serve the relationship with yourself and with others. Number seven, give your partner the space in your relationship to, to let him or her lead in their energy. Thank you so much, Jillian, for being on the show. It was a nice reminder for me to pay more attention to feeding my tiger and freeing my dragon. Make sure you guys grab a copy of her book at JillianHarper.co. Okay, midlife tigers and dragons, get out there and be bold, be free, be you. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three. Share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.